welcome to the Mystic Millennials podcast, hosted by Abby and Bethany. This is a podcast to share the reality of spirituality and what it is really like to be 20-somethings navigating a spiritual awakening. Join us weekly as we become your new spiritual BFFs, sharing all about our own journeys while celebrating the amazing people who inspire, motivate, and encourage us to embrace our modern mysticism. Let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Mystic Millennials, everyone. Today we have another very special guest episode. Welcome to the lovely Erin. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. We're so keen. So excited. Um, and kind of just to kick us off, do you want to just say a little bit about yourself, what you do, um, a little intro to Erin before we get into it? Both. Yeah, let's do it. So, um, yeah, I'm Erin. I was a musician for the longest time and that was kind of my only career. And then um, lockdown happened and uh, that threw me into a bit of a tailspin because I was like, I'm not doing gigs. What am I meant to do with my life? Um, And I guess I'll get into my whole spiritual journey a bit later. But um, now what I do is I do lots of tarot and oracle readings online um, and I tie in a bit of you know, energy work and all that sort of stuff. I also teach yoga flow, um, which I never thought those words would come out of my mouth in my entire <laughs> life, but I do. And um, I host women's circles and just generally pop my face up on Instagram stories most days um, with anything that comes to mind because apparently people <laughs> want to hear what I have to say in that regard. And it's it's such a vibe. It's... Um, yeah, it feels like a whole other job, but also just a part of me, which is a really mm. great statement. We love, but we also hate COVID um, for for pushing us into into that kind of thing. I feel like it's um kind of common, uh, a common thing that we've heard with a couple. I mean, with us as well, right? <laughs> no, literally, because I was doing. I'm a makeup artist by trade. Okay, well, no, no need to get your bloody makeup done. We're not leaving the house. So I was like, oh, shit, pivot? better pivot. Got to pivot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's so mental. Hey, like act like an actual pivot. And you, you wouldn't think that you could do that being inside in the house, but your life just totally like goes 180 in. Yeah. That's what I've found anyway. Horizons totally expanded. Um, So cool. So one thing we love to do, at the start of each episode is go through our weekly whinge and our weekly win. So something that is going really well, we're really happy or grateful for. And one thing that we're kind of like, just want to have a whinge about, just get it off our chest. Um, So do you, would you like to do the honors and go first as our guest, Erin? I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start with a win um, because, well, it's started as a whinge, but now it's a win. And, um, (laughs) I was meant to get married in September um, and unfortunately COVID nipped that one straight in the ass. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had to reschedule um, and we kind of realized over the past week that, oh my gosh, January, our rescheduled date is coming way sooner than we thought. And um, so today my win is um, I tried on my wedding dress and it still fits and I look bomb as hell. And that was just amazing. Yeah, we love. That was my favorite thing that's happened in the past like four months. I was so stoked. And um, I guess my whinge at the moment is um, 
I guess just like diversity in the way that um you know people have kind of like turned around against it they're just like um so say you know I don't want to get too deep into it too political but like you know the vaccine and all that sort of Mm. stuff and how people just will take any moment to kind of pit each other against each other pretty much um and I think that translates at the moment into pretty much every room I walk into people just Mm. have to like say oh well your opinion's wrong uh but mine's right or I don't agree with your opinion so I don't like you and it's all of a sudden this like hate train instead of just like agreeing that you know we don't we don't agree in a certain way um Mm. and I just always think about it so I'm gonna keep going on this wind um I think about it like if someone walked into a room and said I don't like the movie Forrest Gump and then someone goes, but I liked the movie Forrest Gump. You wouldn't then like go and attack this person on Facebook just because they didn't like that movie. You know what I'm saying? They mm. would get over it in a certain degree. And I know that people have different opinions about the vaccine. People are going to have different opinions about, you know, I mean, we can go on and on. But um, I just, I don't understand why people have to stop living as respectful human beings just because they disagree with something that someone else says that's all I'm saying the divisiveness is is quite intense I was saying this as I was having a similar I always have similar conversation with my partner you know we're both fully vaxxed um but I have a bunch of friends who are choosing not to they they don't they don't want that in their bodies and I would never tell them that they were stupid or that their decisions thumb or why would, you know what I mean? And I, and they wouldn't say that to me, me, my friend, we've had, we have conversations about it all the time. Like she understands why I've gotten it. I understand why she hasn't. And it is that thing of like, you know, it's gotten to that point where it's like, we kind of can't hear each other out anymore. It's just like, yes or no. And it's like, you know, and there's, and it's just hard because on both sides of it, there is such polarity of, there's some people that are so deeply against it and some people that are so deeply for it that it's finding hard to realize that it isn't just yes or no. There's a complete middle ground. It's a complete spectrum. Like everything, it's a, it's a spectrum. There's all different, um, you know, sides that you can, there's all different opinions and feelings you can have. And yeah, it's not just a yes or no. I totally agree with that. Yeah. And I remember like I had to take some time off social media a couple of months ago because, uh, like the vibe on social media was fucking heavy and I was like I am like yeah overwhelmed with it but yeah even like the other day I texted Beth about um pulling someone up about some language they use really lovingly to be more inclusive with their language um and I think if you're coming and talking with someone out of love on something then that's all you can do. And that's all I want to do is, is come across with love, whether I do or don't agree with someone. Um, so I totally agree. Let's, let's, let's love on each other a little bit more. <laughs> and also in a sense, like why waste the energy creating the hate between that scenario? Like just because you disagree and like I've kind of translated this to where my partner and I have fights. Right. And I go, is this really worth my energy right now like is him not putting his laundry in the basket like this one time is that worth me going you suck blah 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 blah, and taking 10 minutes out of my day to say that or is it just like hey do this and then go do something else like what is this fight this conflict really adding you know is it adding value at all um because yeah i i'm fully vaxxed and um 
you know, that's a personal choice. But, you know, I don't, like, I don't want to spend time hating on someone else just for their own choice. I got things to do. I got shit to do. <laughs> like, that's I'm a busy lady. lady. <laughs> I got <Exactly>. things on. <laughs> and I guess where that also came into my life recently was for some reason, I don't know, I feel like where I'm at with my other work, and I, I don't want to name names, but that for some reason we've regressed <laughs> as a society in that we don't um, appreciate women to their fullest potential and in some aspects like disrespecting women. And I just, like, they didn't actively give me their, you know, opinion of they hate women, but just their behavior. And I just kind of walked into this room and I was like, why do you care this much that I'm female and you're male? Like, why, why do we care? Why do you try to assert your dominance over me? Like, I just couldn't believe that I, I felt like I walked back into the 1930s or something because it just, it was nuts. And um, so that's my whole week of <laughs> just being like, why is, you know, why are people caring so much that people are different? Shouldn't we be excited that people are different, you know? Mm, yeah. We'll pass this shit, you know? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> And also, yeah, like sexual preference, all this sort of stuff. Like, I thought we'd been past that, you know. Like, get over. I didn't it. think we were doing this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we are what are we doing? Really. And I think potentially maybe the lockdown and the lack of socialization, people have kind of regressed a little bit. Not everyone. Mm. I feel like that might be a gross <laughs> overstatement, but you know, like especially up in you know New South Wales, um, I I think there is a lot of people that are still you know, trying to tread the waters again and be like, how do I approach people? I've been locked in my house for four months. I don't understand this. Um, and I don't know. I feel like a lot of too, when people do that to me, I kind of just say, you know what? Spend some time with you. <laughs> Take some time, reevaluate, um, have a journal, come back to me in a couple of hours. And <laughs> I vibe, I vibe. That's a very good win and win we love. What about you, Beth? Um, this week, my whinge is probably that, um, it's summer and it's really surprised me that it's come up this quick. It, <laughs> like, I literally, it's just, I know it just happened. It just hit. We just had our first really, really hot weekend in Perth. It was like over 30 degrees all the days. Perth is like notoriously hot in general. Mm. Um, but I literally was sitting in the lounge room. I looked at my mom and I was like, damn, it's hot. What the hell? And she was like, it is hot. It is summer. And I was like, what? What do you mean? What? Excuse me. I was like, halfway through November, you are shitting me. Where the hell? So yeah, my wind is that time doesn't feel existent and it's just um, completely a construct right now. Uh, and my win is probably that um, coming into summer, I've officially mastered the iced coffee at home. So I'm feeling very, very smug, deeply smug. You're a queen. (laughs) That is such an achievement. How iconic is it? (laughs) Mastering the iced coffee at home. You're like, I can do this by myself. I did it. Yeah, who needs Starbucks? Not me. (laughs) Not me. I don't need a They're not over here. Do you guys have them in New South Wales? Yeah, but I never go to Starbucks. Do you? Not have. Uh, only when I'm working in Sydney, it's kind of like my little treat. I'm just like, little I'm going to get Starbucks on my way to work. And I just feel really like posh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to say, um, Parisha just had a blizzard in mid-November. Oh, what? That's so so we, love, we love climate change, I guess. Yeah. Um, great. <laughs> Brilliant. I saw that and I was like, mm, that's questionable. Sorry. But, you know, go <laughs> off. <laughs> 
Love that for you, I um, guess. <laughs> so <good> yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, so funny. Where are you at this week, Abby? What's your win and whinge? I'm assuming your well, win is your fabulous haircut. If it's not, I'm oh please. Thank you. My win was actually going to be that I finished my degree at university. <laughs> Six years coming, you guys. Law and accounting. I am so done. Did the damn thing. You gonna be a lawyer? No. You gonna be an accountant? <laughs> no. <laughs> RAP me. <laughs> oh, oh, so sorry. Gonna be a hypnotherapist? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but we finished it. Um, we persisted. Um, love that for me. I'm so happy that I don't have that on my plate anymore because I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, when you have something to study, like whether it's school or uni, it's always in the back of your mind. And when you're doing other things, you're like, I've got uni. She's there. What's happening? So I'm very happy, very excited to be done. And also, you know, I hated it. So I, so happy for me. <laughs> so that's my win. If you're not going to pursue a law career. Are you going to be an accountant? Did you say No, that? no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. Oh, well. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> it's one of those six-year things that you do. <laughs> Anyway, um, but also the haircut after my, the day after my final exam, went and got this haircut, feel like a new woman, haven't had one in about, you know, eight months or something. So that was also a good win. I've got a lot of wins today. My whinge, however, is I also went out to celebrate my, um, you know, finishing my degree with my friends, got food poisoning. <laughs> It is a story in itself because we were meant to be drinking. Um, and so I ate dinner and I was like, I'm not feeling good, you guys. <laughs> and and then I was there, everyone was chatting. We went to a cocktail bar and I was just there and I was like, I'm not well. <laughs> and we got out and I was like, I need to find somewhere to vomit. <laughs> I am yeah, not good. <laughs> Oh no! It was (laughs) so. I think that was just a purging of my university degree, shedding that, (laughs) shedding that version of myself. No, but it was horrible. Yeah, so that was my whinge. Um, she's. I'm good now. (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Um, I haven't had food poisoning in ages either. I was. I like kind of forgot how bad it was. pleasant yeah I'm like deeply sensitive stomach it's like a full thing in my family like just all of us are I can't explain it Mm. and like yeah food poisoning is just like a regular like something could be like 30 seconds out of date and my stomach will be like no (laughs) and like bite itself like it just yeah so yeah I I sympathize with you I mean at least there's no gamble with that though you're like if this is out of date do not touch this like don't risk it with me if if the milk's like going out like today uh, like i'll give it a sniff and i'll be like "Mm, it's okay you have that like internal but yours yours just like my partner has like an iron gut like could eat something (laughs) that's been sitting in the sun for 10 years would be fine And I'm just like, literally, I would look at something that's a bit iffy and I'd get you. Like, it's so <laughs> unfair. There's always one that. partner that's like, one's a trash can, right? Like, there's always one that would could just like eat anything, like, you know, with minimal cares and just is fine. Yeah. That's my partner. Yeah. And eat whatever he wants as well. Like, it's, 
it's just like like no health issues at all. Like if I anyway, let's not whinge about. I'm not going to whinge <laughs> about my partner. Um, <laughs> let's get into the let's get into the episode. I feel they were all it's great to get that off my chest. Um, and great wins as well. So love that for us. Um, so. Erin, I would love to know more about kind of the intention and and mission behind what you're doing at the moment and, and yeah, like the why behind it. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it was very linear. For someone that, um, you know, has 10,000 different thoughts every single day, the, the way that I kind of came into this was very, like, progressive. And I guess... Um, I grew up in a life that was um, quite turbulent, um, not, you know, super positive, but, you know, that's another episode on childhood trauma probably. And, um, and, and similarly to like, you know, being a young adult and, you know, being fresh 18, being landed with responsibilities, um, new opportunities and all that sort of stuff, like it just threw me into a tailspin. I was just mm. like, oh my God, I get to do so much shit. And um, that was ultimately my demise <laughs> because I didn't have much, you know, self-awareness. And um, I guess I got to, I had really sort of a, a big point in my life where I realized that things had to change. And um, yeah, I mean, I could go really deep. Do you want me to, do you want me to tell you what happened? You go deep. We okay, love. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> if you want. Um, so I was actually, I was spiked on the night of my 21st birthday um, and it was at a house party and mm. don't know how it happened, don't know who did it, but um, it was like this massive, it was, um, it was PCP. So I went like into a drug-induced psychosis and I basically just left planet Earth. Um, mm. I like, you can laugh. It's okay. That's my. No, I just was like, <laughs> I, I just, fucked. I just, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. Leaving planet Earth, I was like, oh, yeah, we've, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is how I deal with it because I truly like. I there was no concept of reality that night, and mm. in many ways, like when it happens to people, people say, oh, I can't remember what happened. For me, I can remember every single moment of it, and I remember thinking that it was the truth in the moment, but obviously, it wasn't mm. the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, it was that night where I went, look, my life is going on a very downhill trajectory and it needs to kind of, you know, calm down. And that was, you know, after a full few years of drugs, alcohol, bad people, all this sort of stuff. And so that was my moment where I was like, you know, pick yourself up, time to Mm. do things, um, Mm. time to have a bit more thought. And um, no sooner had I done that, had I met my beautiful fiance, Darby. Um, so I wanted to have, you know, this beautiful glow up as a single woman and be like, I'm getting my life together. And then he just threw himself into my life. Oh. And I was like, ah, okay, well, I guess I can't be single now. And, um, but that was truly one of the moments where I was like, oh my God, it was like synchronicity, right? Your first experience with synchronicity where this sign kind of came into my life and I was like, I'm doing the right thing. This is amazing. Mm. And Mm. after, you know, years of being in, um, you know, organized religion and all that sort of stuff and having my own traumas around that, um, I was very sort of open-minded about the way the the world worked. And um, after that, I started to realize that maybe things, you know, weren't coincidental and maybe that these things were sent to me for a reason. And during that moment as well, uh, when I I had my... um, my psychosis was 
uh, like my grandma had passed away a little bit before and um, I felt that she was, you know, being my, my guide. And um, that's when I started to reach out and talk to her and I felt more synchronicities come in after that. And I guess it just kind of started to stack on top of each other and I started to do tarot pulls on my story and um, people were like, oh my gosh, this is such a 180 for Ez. Like, where the hell has this come from? And Love I this for to- her. I know, the growth. And I kept doing it and then it just grew and I guess um, I started going to circles and meeting more people and it wasn't until this lockdown where I was like, right, I have so many people that care what I have to say on my stories they care about you know my card pulls and all this sort of stuff and so I was like I'm gonna make this my thing and it's not my full-time thing at the moment but it definitely is it's a massive part of my life and you know it just keeps growing exponentially and I guess um, I relate it back to I just have a big beautiful grandmother up there that is like sending me signs every time to be like hey girl this is it keep working or hey girl this ain't it stop (laughs) and um it's just been that ever since and um things have kept going and it's yeah it's just been amazing i think that's so amazing to hear that you turn something so traumatic and awful you know like something so horrible and you were like i'm actually just gonna like take my learnings from this mm-hmm. you know I saw the my grandma I'm gonna moment. connect I'm gonna connect with her more and then I just think it's literally just turning that deep pain into like your power is like fucking amazing like wow yeah wow it's, it's big and <laughs> it, she's just been she's been like my reason for doing a lot of this sort of stuff and um I think you guys will find this cool she sends me um she sends me magpies um from you know wherever she is and so they're like my white butterflies so if i i need a sign or something like that she always sends me magpies and they normally just sit on the fence and sing at me and um it's just it's so real it's so tangible and Mm. um you know you can spend so long trying to tell someone like these things are real but until it actually physically happens in front of people um you know you're kind of talking to a brick wall in a certain sense Mm, totally. I would love to know more about um, connecting with that aspect of yourself and the self-trust around it, because I know personally, when I started having these experiences, I had a lot of self-doubt and a lot of like questioning what was happening. So yeah, more about how you kind of develop that trust with your intuition and um, connection with your guides. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so for me, it was still very scary to be like, this is actually happening. And, um, you know, it kept like I kept having signs and I kept having moments in my life where I was like, this feels right or this feels wrong. And um, I slowly it was it was a very slow process until Mm -hmm. I was very outward with my spirituality and all that sort of stuff. But I kept um, receiving these people into my life um, that you know, would show me a little bit of interest in tarot cards or like would, you know, ask me about these things. And I'd never had that before. Like I'd Mm -hmm. had, I have friends obviously, but people that shared this interest that was kind of like peaking in my mind, just Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it was like, oh, and they kind of like coaxed it out of me a little bit. And so then I was like, 
oh well if this is happening like if i can have this conversation with this person why can't i have a conversation about this with this person and it just kind of kept going until i was the person making the conversations and um it's so well and good to be like you just have to fake it till you make it but i don't always think that's the case in that sometimes you do need that support in the first steps to then receive that confidence and then just charge forward with it because you know the confidence sometimes isn't there for a variety of reasons yeah totally and I think I, I'm not going to speak for you Beth but I think both of us have experienced that as well that kind of um you know support and like community is so beautiful to have on this journey um and I know it's a big part of of my journey and and developing trust with myself um and everything as well so that's really beautiful um and I know you do women's circles as well so um women's circles oh I love I love sitting in circle with with beautiful beautiful women who inspire um me and that's kind of you know the basis of this podcast as well um you know, speaking with gal pals. Um, but I'd love for you to talk more about that, um, that experience and how you hold space for people. Yeah, it's such an integral part of what has made me into this person who I am today. And um, because I went to so many in my foundational moments of spirituality and growing my knowledge and all that sort of stuff, because there was moments where I was like, oh, I want to talk to like-minded people, but um, like, I don't, I don't really have anyone that shares the same opinion as me. And so when I got the confidence to, to do this for myself, I was like, I can't wait to transfer that on to other people. I can't wait to provide a space where people with very like introductory knowledge or potentially like in that realm, but, you know, share sort of different opinions on it, like where we can all just sit together and kind of just bathe in this like beautiful, diverse sort of ocean. So I really like, I don't know, I was very honored to, um, have that opportunity land in my life and I it was it was self-created to be honest like I I was like I'm gonna start a zoom I'm gonna see who jumps on and we'll you know we'll we'll see where it lands um but it it was just something I really wanted to emulate because all throughout my life like I I reflect on you know when I applied for bloody Christmas casual positions at like factory or cotton on and I used to be like I just want to help people make good memories and all that sort of stuff and I realized that that translates through just about everything I do and it truly was that I just couldn't wait till I could help someone go through what I went through which was just like create the environment that you needed or you need in in that moment. Mm, 100% I think me and Abby can both really relate to that like bringing forward what you would have needed um I'd love to actually talk about something that you said which me and Abby both have very similar um backgrounds is like uh the religious background um we're both from religious upbringings different but um both very uh, conservative, religious, um, both, both very restrictive in their different ways. Um, and I guess, you know, moving through that, I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to is we do have a lot of that, you know, I, my family wasn't Catholic, but that Catholic guilt, you know what I mean? That kind of thing of just, um, especially when you're connecting with your intuition, when you're connecting with other people and you're realizing that 
religion, spirituality, belief doesn't have to be this judgmental, harsh thing, but it can actually be like a beautiful community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I just really love to, if, if you want to share like your experience with moving from, I guess, seeing it as both. Cause I know for me, it was really profound to realize that I didn't have to be judged for who I am in order to believe in something. And I was just like, dang, that's wild. <laughs> that's oh. nice. <laughs> It's mind blowing. Like Mm. I, yeah, I was, so I kind of, I grew up in sort of a broken family. Um, and one side was uber religious and then the other side was really quite atheist. And I guess the, um, the religious, I guess both of them kind of had a bit of like effect on me, but definitely the religious side. Um, I grew up in quite a, oh opinionated group of people and like especially at church and all that sort of stuff that um really damaged the way that I looked at myself looked at my family looked at you know what I do how I dress all that sort of stuff and I didn't realize until probably about a year ago that those voices were the voices that were going on in my head um and I, when I was able to move away from that, I just vehemently rejected it. And I was like, this is, I don't believe in anything. Like everything's a lie, blah, blah, blah. blah. I was a bit of a conspiracy theorist in that, like nothing's real, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Mm, yeah. um, but I think that's, you know, when you go through that sort of stuff, going to the nth degree sometimes feels like the most comfortable thing. And then after a while, I started to realize that, um, yeah, I kind of picked up this uh, like spirituality thing and then I started to see a lot of correlation between, um, you know, the fundamental stuff that we were taught um, as Christians, as Catholics, as all this sort of stuff, like, you know, almost having this God, this deity, you know, devotional sort of practices, um, all that sort of stuff can kind of be translated through a lot of other stuff. And like, as soon as these thoughts came up into my brain, I was like, so why wasn't it this cool when I was doing it for this God or this belief system? Mm-hmm. Why is it only feeling good right now? And I realized that it was the community around that that mm-hmm. absolutely drenched all kinds of toxicity around it. Um, and even now I have people from my childhood that follow me on Instagram that now just they comment on everything that I have to say. And all that they say is, I can't believe I didn't know about this. I can't believe I was shunned away from this. I can literally pull tarot cards while I'm talking to God or whoever they believe in. Like they just, it, it was almost like their minds were exactly how your like everyone's minds are blown. As soon as we realize that everything can kind of float in this same space. And I just, I think that's one of my biggest things is I don't care what you believe in. Everything that I preach, um, or not even preach, but everything that I use in my everyday life, you can, you can send that to whoever you believe in, whatever you believe in. And the fact that there's people that say that that's different, like that is, that's the oppression, right? That it's, mm. it's not the religion that's the oppression. It's the people, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's so true because when I stepped into this, I was like, oh my gosh, it feels so expansive. Whereas before all I felt was restriction. So (laughs) it was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. And exactly what you were saying. I was like, it could like, why is it this way with with this and not with that? So I loved how you articulated that. 
Um, and something that I don't know if if you guys went through this as well, but like tarot or speaking to um, past loved ones was like evil. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> am I doing the wrong thing? I actually had um, recently, so, so basically my myself and my parents and my brother, we're the only people and my cousin, we're the only people in our family that are no longer part of the religion. Everyone else is. Um, so I lost contact with half of them when I came out as queer anyways. Um, but I'm still friends. I'm still speak with some of my family. Um, but they recently found out that I am a tarot reader and like do astrology. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my grandmother like literally by I didn't speak to her my mom spoke to her she sounded like she thought I was like a murderer yeah and was like I just I just want her to be safe and I just and she and the thing is I have nothing but love for her because I understand she just must be so scared because they just push so much fear onto people um and I caught up with her recently she was like I just want you to be safe and I was like I've literally never been more safe and more happy and more fine and full of love. Like it's just unfortunate that they're keeping people in a place of such extreme fear that Mm. they can't even see and acknowledge that like, no, like I'm just kind of from a place of love. Like I'm just, I'm doing my thing. I'm so safe and guided. Like you've actually got no idea what else you could like have access to. And it's just so funny how the, the fear can set in when it comes to those sorts of tools and practices. Yeah, when it should be all about love. <laughs> exactly. And there's okay. no ill intention, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think when the ill intention comes in, then people have, you know, a right to, you know, put other people wherever they want to put them. But, like, I just, I don't get it. And um, I don't understand why, yeah, diversity or difference equals fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that's getting to me recently. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I'd love to speak more about what kind of tools and modalities you do use to support, um, this spiritual side or just the way like you live. I know you do tarot and Oracle. Um, but yeah, how do you use those in your life? Yeah. I recently, I mean, coming out of lockdown was a big sort of shake because um, during lockdown as a sort of a a way to cope and a way to still feel human and feel supported, um, I pretty much held ceremony for myself most mornings. um, And in that I would pull cards, meditate. um, I got into a lot of mantra and kirtan. um, And I, as a musician, that kind of really spoke to me. And it's something that still translates now. But coming out of lockdown, um, finding finding the time, finding the focus to do that because, um, you know, you go back to work and, um, oh, I have to go, you know, do all these 10,000 jobs um, and not having time, that that self-devotional time that I had um, was really quite hard. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe it wasn't serving me. Maybe, uh, maybe that was a bit of an overkill. And then realizing, no, that's not an overkill. Like, and then, you know, seeing signs of burnout seeing the old Erin creeping in, coping mechanisms, all this sort of stuff. Um, I realized that that was my grounding. It's like, it's totally my way of functioning appropriately <laughs> in, mm. in society. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, all of that I bring in. Um, I've kind of split it up morning and night so that I can kind of have nice ceremonies in, in the morning and in the evening. And it's very much um, affirmation in the morning. Um, because, you know, 
I am the type of person that will get up and be in a certain mood and that's my mood for the rest of the day. <laughs> and um, What's your moon sign? <laughs> I'm a Taurus. Taurus moon? Oh my God, me too. Yeah, that's me. Um, I've picked a feeling and I'm sticking with it. That is so Taurus moon. <laughs> I will not be changing. No, very, very set in my ways. Um, and I guess because uh, I'm Libra sun, so um, I do like to have balance in the uh, in the morning and in the evening. And if I don't do one or the other, I feel a bit like, oh, I'm, mm. you know, a <laughs> bit topsy-turvy. Um, but very much I'm the mantra and um, not as much movement. I wish I was doing more movement, but that for me is um, – I guess like the culmination of everything is something that um, really speaks to me and it's what I do in my flow classes. I call them yoga flow classes, but it's truly like a mix of of movement, of journaling, mantra, all this sort of stuff in one, kind of like you're going to a full moon ceremony or something, but on a Monday morning at 6am at the beach. And um, I find that for me anyway, that helps me just feel so balanced and so like on top of everything. Um, whereas if I was to just do a yoga class, like, yeah, my body would feel great. My mind would feel great. But I don't know. There's just so much opportunity to channel a whole bunch of different things in. And I guess that's that's where I kind of gear my my own practice towards and I gear the practice that I bring to other people towards is um, that you don't just have to be working one thing. You can do, you know, multiple different things and that's, you know, totally okay as well. We don't just need to have one focus. Mm, I love that too as well because our body does store so much emotion. So when you move your body, it's not just that the muscles work, but actually you're so right. There is so much opportunity to be like, oh, I can actually use this as a channel for my feelings. Like I can use this as a way to, um, and then actually you, I find you move through it easier because you're utilizing every sense, every like muscle. It's not just your muscles, it's your feeling, it's your energy and it's, and it's all the things. I love that um, so much. Oh, it's um it's like embodiment right it's um mm. and i think a lot of people at the moment um see embodiment as just yeah physical movement as that sort of way but um i guess deconstructing that it's it's everything else behind it and there's just so many ways to um really internalize an idea or a manifestation or whatever that might be and um yeah, and I, because I guess the single focus thing turns a lot of people off. They're like, well, I can't like hold this position for, you know, a minute. So I can't really be here in this practice. And so I kind of like to offer the alternative. Well, if like you're standing there focusing on, I can't hold this position, what about you focus your mind on, hey, it's okay, however I present? And you're doing some mental work at the same time, you know, just like taking the heat off of, the things that you can't do and being able to do a few other things at the same time. <laughs> mm. How did you that. get into yoga? I just, um, I just like started in lockdown. I, the reason I say that I didn't realize um, this was going to be my life was truly I was under that mindset of I, I am not flexible. I, <laughs> I'm not strong. Um, I can't do yoga. And then I was kind of doing a little bit of, um, you know, working out PT and all that sort of stuff and that wasn't really working for me either just you know past injuries and all that sort of stuff and I was like I want I want to move I want to move my body and I was dancing like just 
casually, <laughs> just a casual dance. And um, <laughs> you love a dance I, party. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I wanna, I wanna give my body a workout. I wanna move some energy. I wanna sweat. I wanna do all this sort of stuff. So I started. Like I picked up the basics. I like read a few books, watched a few YouTube videos, um, and then I went to some, you know, casual classes from some of my favorite teachers, and they kind of introduced me to this idea that it's it's not this aesthetic thing of what it looks like. It's actually what you're doing internally that is that is the whole point. And for me, that was like, oh my god, I could have been doing this since I was 16. Why, <laughs> why is this only happening now? And then it just kind of took off from there. When I started to talk about that, people were like, hey, I want to do that. And I was like, well, <laughs> let me teach you, I guess. <laughs> Come along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool because I have a lot of resistance towards yoga for a lot of reasons. But um, definitely what you said, I was just like, damn, she's reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I didn't realize how common it was. I was like, maybe I'm like, maybe I'm lazy. I always thought I was lazy. Maybe I don't want to do the workout. But at the end of the day, I was like, no, I'm just going into it for the wrong reasons. I'm going into it because I want to look like what they look like. But, you know, they're doing their own thing. Let let me practice the way that I want to practice. Mm, I love that. Also speaks to like a like that, and again, coming back to diversity, but that body positivity and body diversity. You know, it's something that you say a lot is like that yoga not looking a certain way. You know what I mean? And yeah. and yeah, like anybody can do anything. Um, and yeah, it doesn't have to. And that's something that I've had heaps of resistance. That's why I really disconnected from my body for so long. Is I um, the only time I've ever moved my body is because I wanted to change it because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be smaller, to look different. And I've really this, that's my real intention for the next couple months. And for the new year is I've really kind of tried to stop forcing myself to do workouts because I'm like, I'm not doing it for the right reason. You know, I'm not doing it to connect with my body or to feel good or to feel healthy or to have energy. I'm doing it because I don't like how I look and I want to look different, which is not a good message to send to my body. Cause if that's all I'm thinking while I'm moving it, my body is just imprinting that message of I'm not enough. I'm not enough. You know, like, oh, nightmare. (laughs) That really resonated. Holy moly. (laughs) Moving because you want to change something instead of moving because you enjoy moving. Like, oh, my gosh, that was so great. Thank you for saying it like that. (laughs) It's been my real realization this year, and it's been really hard because then, yeah, I've really I have really stepped away from exercise and everything because I was like, I'm just I'm still not in the right headspace. You know, like I'm just not ready to do it in a way that's not going to make me feel worse about myself you know it's and it's really hard and I think it's just yeah and so now I do when I do it I'm like I just do it very spread like just I really have to go with when I'm feeling it because I'm like okay yeah. I feel like maybe I'm just gonna like watch a dance like just do a dance video like I love like dance oh my god have you guys seen the fitness marshal on YouTube yeah. Holy shit, no? he is so fun. I want to be his best friend. Oh my god, Abby, we're gonna have to do one one time. So amazing. Okay. I love it. There he's so great. He does, yeah. Um, it's great because he does all these different songs and these like hilarious, like really fun, really intense. Like I would do them, I would do like, you know, I do 10, which is like, you know, about half an hour, 40 minutes. And they're like intense, but they're so fun. And so yeah, it really has. I have had to strip it all back. And I'm like, what do I actually like doing? What does my body like doing? What feels good? Um, because it's you know that's where you've got to kind of come from if you have that like disconnect with with your body and moving it I think that's something that you bring forward so so beautifully in your in your work 
Thank you. Yeah, that is such a great articulation of it. I um, I guess for me it was coming from a very personal place of, um, yeah, like big body image stuff and just like, oh, I don't really fit in here. And then realizing that I do fit in here, I just fit in in my own, you know, special way. And um, being able to facilitate that with other people um, is just, yeah, my life goal, I suppose. Mm. Beautiful. Where Where is it? You're in... Well, are you yeah i wish yeah. i could come <laughs> i'm like i want to go to a morning flow road yeah. trip road trip <laughs> let's do it i have like, a lot of people that i've met during lockdown which were you know adelaide melbourne queensland all this sort of stuff and when i'm posting things at the moment they're like oh are you doing it on zoom <laughs> i'm like oh. it should that would be fun yeah, I well, all of my women's circles were all online and um, I've started to realise that and obviously with um, New South Wales and a bunch of the uh, the rules around uh, people that don't have the vaccination and what they can participate in, um, there's still quite a lot of disconnect and, um, you know, there's mm. people locationally um, disconnected and I just, I don't want to kind of perpetuate that as much as you know I can and um, so I am I'm working on trying to make a bit of a hybrid and allow people to participate regardless of you know where they are in the world in life well I'm keen 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 is a great bit what's coming through really strongly for me and like in all that you do is you really just following where where you're like, I guess, intuition and like where your path is leading you and really trusting in that, which is so cool. Like finding yoga and then making this it your own. And um, even just your journey in general, getting into all of, all of the spiritual tools and modalities. Um, and also we haven't spoken about this yet, but the mystery boxes you do. I remember the way Erin and I met, we did like this one day mastermind with and as by, and I just remember Erin talking about how she's brought these mystery boxes forward because I was just, it's just something like I was called to do. And it was really cool. Um, and so that comes through really strongly. Um, and I think is really cool. And I would love for you to speak on that as part of like your process of like, <laughs> just being like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. I just, from ever for like my whole life I needed so many reasons I needed so much justification to do anything and you know I still sometimes I'm a Libra I cannot make bloody decisions to save my life (laughs) and I need 10,000 other people to like tell me what to do but in the sense of my life um, and you know trying new things or leaving things or whatever it might be I needed so much help Um, and I was like I can't do this and then when I started to, you know, take some time, get to know myself, which is such a funny sentence, but it's what you do when you come mm-hmm. into this world is you actually get to know what makes you tick and all that sort of stuff. And I started to realize that I just needed time and I needed to not put pressure on myself to create something in five seconds when I logistically have a day or two days to, you know, put this thing into action Um, And then once I actually just relaxed that, things actually just turned up within the hour or within the minute. Like just being able to take away that moment of, Erin, you got to figure this out right now. You're a stupid idiot for not being able to figure this out right now. And just relaxing it for two seconds. I just 
everything came through and the the floodgates were open and mm. truly that's what happens now is when I'm like oh what do I need to put out now oh it's business is stagnating at the moment what do I need to put out instead of going oh, I need to do this 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 and this I need to plan this blah 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 I just stop I and I guess that's where people say oh I just rest and I I get money you know that that thing where people <laughs> do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> for me it's more that if I just take a second, take a mm-hmm. breath, um, stop stressing about it, then things just come so much more naturally for me. And I've just gotten into this process now where um, I don't have to, you know, trigger any sort of planning session or any sort of, you know, ideation, putting things out there. Things just come really naturally. Um, but it really took some work of getting out of that fight or flight and just, you know, sinking into the process and kind of being taken by it and just sort of being there to be the voice of it, um, which was a really big thing for me because I guess being a part of these sort of belief systems is that you realize that, you know, yes, you are, you are you, you're here to, you know, bring to life your goals, your purpose, all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, um, you know, there are other powers at play um, and, you know, you can't control, you can't, um, you know, make them go your way all the time. Um, and so I just had to kind of, I'm okay. <laughs> I I can get to where I want to be, but I can't get there in the next minute. And mm. that was a really nice lesson for sure. Yeah, surrendering into the moment. Mm. Balancing impatience as well, of like mm. having to have the thing be done or whatever. We do live in a study where just like it's very results driven, isn't it? It's just like go, go, yeah. go. You have to have this done. You have to have this done. And yet to just like be in the flow. I mean, that's something that I'm hell shit out about. <laughs> You've inspired me to to drop into just, yeah, just the flow of creativity. And I guess, um, so tell us, what are the mystery boxes? Oh, yes. I can't yes, please. Oh, my gosh. Um, they're absolutely amazing. I don't know like where I came up with the idea. I think, to truth be told, I think I bought one from another company and um, – I wasn't super stoked with the product that I got and um, I just was like, it just, and to me, it wasn't that I didn't like the product. It was the inauthenticity of what the product that was getting delivered. And I was like, this doesn't feel connected to me. And they advertised it as being connected to a person. And, um, you know, again, different strokes, different people. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it's, maybe it will be meant for me in a couple of weeks time. Who knows? Um, but when I received it, I just went, I, I just want no one to experience this moment where I paid all this money for something (laughs) and it didn't resonate in the slightest. Um, and then I was also like, I'm not doing anything in lockdown. What am I doing? I'm sitting here watching Criminal Minds. I, I watched Criminal Minds like three <laughs> times through in lockdown. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Iconic, side note. Real Iconic. comfort watch. Um. Real, I mean, can never get sick of watching Reed straight up. That's just a fact. Oh, oh my Truth. God. That is like one of the only, like it actually got banned in my house for about two weeks, side note, because Darby was like, Aaron, if you mention his name one more time, I'm actually going to get uh, really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that with my partner. She's obsessed with um, Dr. Addison Montgomery from Grey's Anatomy. Oh. And I literally have to look at her sometimes and I'm like, George, enough, 
please, yeah. for the love of God. Because she's just moved to Perth, if no one knows. Kate, like, I can't remember her name. But, yeah, she, she the actress lives in Perth. And it's just, like, really? it was just daily. Yeah, I know. She lived, She got stuck here in lockdown, left as soon as, like, everything opened, and she's back now. We actually weren't sort Again, side note, we're, I'm side noting That's the side fine. note. No um, she did a play in Perth. I bought me and Georgia tickets, which so she got to see her favorite actress like in person. Oh, but yeah, so it nice. is like, and and yeah, and it's just every day it's Addison. And then it's like, you know, mm. oh, Addison to be a good baby name. I'm like, shut the damn hell up. <laughs> We were talking about baby names and Spencer came out and um, Darby was like, I draw the line. He was like, find a different show, Erin. I am so serious. And I was like, yeah. I'm fed up with this. (laughs) Not enough. I truly, like, I was like, I'm just talking about Spencer. I'm playing Animal Crossing. I'm not doing anything with my life right now. And so it was almost like this, this conflict of getting this product and then also not having anything to do. I was like, well, let's just do it. Like, why am I sitting here going, oh, I wish we could do it. Just do it, Erin. And then I put it up and I, I hardly even advertised it. And I got like, I think in the first day it was like 25 box orders or something. And I was like, oh, okay, oh. people actually want this. Holy guacamole. <laughs> yeah. And it, it went off and then it just continually went off for pretty much the whole of lockdown. It's... um. It's one of my favorite things to do. I get a order. And now at the moment, it kind of has had a bit of a resurgence because Christmas is coming around Mm. um, and people just want to get really meaningful gifts at the moment, which I think is a great movement. I love it so much. Like more meaningful stuff instead of just like. Yes, please. Uh, Anyway. And um, so I guess I get the order and um, I do a bit of an energy read based on, um, you know, if I know the person or... um, just make, looking them up on social media or just getting some form of like very sort of distant transmission and um, I pull some cards for them and from that I just curate all of these different items and I pack them in a box and then I send them off and I send them a picture of the cards before um, they actually receive their box. Oh and, my gosh, um, iconic. It's, and then they just look at it and um, I've gotten so much resonance from people that receive it I have like a folder on my phone of people that were like I've literally been looking for this crystals for like six months or something like that and um one of them was an um an amazonite sphere or something like that and they were like I wanted one and I I never got it and you just and I I got her an amazonite sphere and she was like I couldn't believe that turned up in my box and I was like I don't know man I just believe it yeah (laughs) it no there's no such thing as a coincidence and um that is, yeah, it's just my favorite thing to do. When a new one comes through, I get to read someone's energy and literally give them something to um, aid that or help with any blockages that come up. Or um, a lot of the time it's people that are kind of getting introduced to this whole world as well. And um, I get to kind of be that little like, here, have some Palo Santo. Here, have your first card deck. And I feel like very quite like sweet about that as well. And um yeah it was such first of all it was a great way to pass lockdown by and then Mm. now it's just it was such a like it's just so great to connect people together or connect them with the things that they need but didn't even know it Mm. such a piece of divine guidance as well I feel like you know both of it together coming together the mystery box and and you just taking that and being like let's roll with it Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so cool I'm loving it I want one (laughs) 
happy to get one. <laughs> I, I hope you do. I think it's um, it's again a very meaningful present. Like a, mm-hmm. a lot of the um, I had one of my friends got it for her younger sister. You know how um, there's all the like TikTok trend of you know spirituality and all that sort of stuff, and how kind of um, inaccurate that can be at times. And she was like, I want you to um create a box but also i want you to put in some like some sessions with her like one-on-one mentoring um and i was like i can put that in a box and i was like hell yeah i can put that in a box that's wild that's so cool yeah and it was just like such a nice thing to reach out to someone that probably wouldn't have reached out to me um if they had the chance and um yeah it was just such it's like just the craziest thing ever hey (laughs) so cool um and I love that that's such a good idea putting sessions in a box yeah like experiences I've I've told Darby this year we're only doing um experiences for Christmas presents I love that I'm just we have too much crap and I know that a lot of people bought their own crap during lockdown and I was like I'm not going to allow people to have a closet full of shit (laughs) we're now going to give out some experiences some memories absolutely i i 100 percent agree with that i um so funny my friend and i were doing that for each other last year and my birthday wait last yeah last year when covid first started <laughs> i was like wait what year is it anyway, um <laughs> surely that was like five years ago now what do you mean <laughs> my birthday my birthday is in february and then um she bought me an experience to go like kind of like cork and canvas vibes but like clay you you like make a I don't know a clay thing you know a cup a, a, a vase or something ceramic co <laughs> ceramics yeah I was like what is it like she's trying to think of the word I could tell <laughs> I'm struggling couldn't even think what year it was anyway um she got me that and it expired because of lockdown oh, so she I was like not. oh I'm so sad oh, but no. yeah I love that I love gifting experiences yeah. as well my friends one year for my birthday yeah. got me a um because I'm born in November is my birthday in a week I'm born in late November Literally and they got week. me it was a um it was a kinky Santa live drawing class so it was like at this like kink bar in Perth and oh my God. this like couple dressed up in like um sexy Christmas costumes in all different poses it was so fun that <laughs> that's is incredible that's um, a whole nother experience <laughs> that's so wild uh yeah that actually happened at one of my um friends birthday party they got someone to come to their birthday party and do like the posing but it was nude dope, dope. it was iconic it was he so fresh. much fun yeah it's so fresh. everyone was just like giggling the whole time it was hilarious just tuck some names in a hat and just like dob someone else in to be the nude model <laughs> someone I'm did so gonna do that one day that's a great <laughs> idea i've got a going away party soon maybe i'll do that hey. <laughs> everyone will kill me <laughs> um anyway we've gotten a little side notes today I love it um I'd love to speak about your business in general as well and having that confidence within your business to bring that forward because I think it's very um I think it's brave to be like I'm rolling with it Mm. and I'm even from your logo yo logo (laughs) yoga flow to your mystery box um you know bringing things forward that people haven't done before I think it's really really freaking dope yeah it's pretty cool um (laughs) I there was a lot of nerves kind of starting it um 
and just yeah I guess another side note was then also bringing it back into the real world once lockdown kind of ended Mm. um because it was kind of a bit of just like hey I'm gonna do this and people were like I didn't expect that but I guess I got built the confidence um through you know people messaging me after I do you know tarot readings or something on my stories and it was Mm -hmm. still like my Instagram was still a personal page back then and kind of realizing oh people are interested in this and then I do something else and um people like I'm interested in this and you'd be like oh okay and then you kind of go along with it and then after a while you're like am I like what am I here for am I here to you know maintain a personal Instagram um which you know sometimes can be unfulfilling I know that like social media does connect people but also um Mm. you know sometimes it's a bit of a mindless time waste and I was like am I am I here to do that am I here to connect with people all that sort of stuff or am I here to provide a service and after a while I realized that my my cards everything that I was doing on my stories was a service um and um then I was just like okay look there's people that love it and also there's people that you know have unfollowed me and all this sort of stuff this feels like a, a bit serious right now <laughs> like it's it's not just Erin playing around in her stories anymore this it kind of just had this natural sort of progression and um after a while I was like I need to I need to jump into this there's you know you're going to get people that unfollow you you're going to get friends that disagree with you um people that uh yeah just don't sort of vibe with that lifestyle from your past life and all that sort of stuff and that's totally fine and um, I just jumped into it and I realized that the good outweighed the bad completely Um, there was never a moment where I was like oh that was the wrong decision because it's totally transformed my personal practice and also people's perception of me and all this sort of stuff I'm just so much more of a multifaceted human and I think that is such an achievement and um yeah it just keeps growing and now it's less of a oh my gosh like results driven like what you were saying before instead of it being oh I have to get this many followers I have to get this many likes I have to get this many sales it's now just kind of a part of who I am and um Mm -hmm. when I when people meet me it's no longer um oh this is me I work at, you know, a bar in Wollongong. It's also like, hey, I'm this person, this person, this person, and this person. Here's my Instagram. And, like, it's just this, like, full brand thing. And um, I don't know. I, I vibe with it. It's so great. And there's moments where I go, oh, I'm just a bit much, aren't I? <laughs> but it's that's so quickly overrided mm. by all the people that – send me love and respond to all my stories and all that sort of stuff it's it's truly just an extension of my personality at this point and um i i vibe with it so much it just feels very like this is where i'm meant to be this is my purpose i love that because abby you've done something similar lately haven't you you've you've stepped a bit more because you changed your name and everything on yeah yeah so i changed my name to my name (laughs) (laughs) my instagram handle to my name (laughs) Why am I struggling to speak today? So sorry, everyone. Um, but yeah, similar thing. I was, I mean, I've created this business and I did not want to post on my personal account, honestly, for any reason, because I had come from a place of po- posting for like, well, you know, when I posted, I had what I coined anxiety, where I would be like, oh my gosh, do people like this? Is this a good photo? Do I look bad in this photo? Um, 
blah, blah, blah. And that was just like my, like just posting like fun pictures of my, like of my life. (laughs) And so um, I haven't, I didn't post honestly for like two years at all on any social media. And so when I started my business, I was just like pseudonym. (laughs) I was like, I do not want to be under any kind of name where someone could find me. Um, And so it was like, I still have my business name, but I really felt the desire to like show up as myself. I was like, I just want to be me. (laughs) And that feels really nice um, to be like, not that having, not that having your business Instagram handle as your business name or having a pseudonym um, is, is bad, but it was my intentionality behind it was definitely coming from a place of like fear and not like empowerment or like excitement (laughs) it was more like I'm trying to hide (laughs) (laughs) I don't want I don't want to be here (laughs) so yeah I love that because when you start showing up in that authentic way it does flow and it does feel so good so good and that fear that can come through is quashed um I mean not easily but more and more um it gets easier every time for sure and um knowing that it's it's actually not a judgment of you if like if um something on instagram Mm. you know flops or whatever you want to call it um or if you know you're showing up one way but you feel another like it's just not it's a total other thing and like being able to have separation from that is also Mm. really important as well um definitely like learning that you know losing followers is not the end of the world and it's not because you know you're a bad person and you're talking crap and all that sort of stuff it's truly that that person just doesn't resonate with you um that was a really good lesson to learn um and I think that can be translated through pretty much everything to do with social media Mm. it's such a lesson too I know for me like you know obviously again we're coming back to the divisiveness it's just the theme of the of the episode you know um with everything that's going on you know it is so common to see like um you know oh this person posted a post unfollow them not follow you you know what I mean and um and that's something that I initially was like because I was like I just don't want to deal with like this negativity so I was just kind of unfollowing people just so I didn't see it Mm. then I was like I'm not really allowing myself the space to get like a really diverse look at opinions and the world and what other people are doing, what other people are thinking. Um, So it is also that lesson of like, you know, if you find yourself doing that again, it's not a judgment on you. We're taught to do that. We're taught to be like, Nope, don't want to see that block. Um, But it is also important to be like, am I actually getting a really good mix of, you know, opinions and feedback and all those sorts of things. And am I able to like, really diversify what I'm seeing um, or am I just getting the same message over and over and over from a, from same face you know oh. yeah that like confirmation bias of your own opinion yeah. <laughs> you you know you're following the same people yeah I love that um, well thank you so much Erin I know before this I was literally like such a multi-passionate queen <laughs> multi-faceted truly, truly, multi-passionate truly. queen um and yeah that was reflected throughout your story and throughout your business and just the beautiful alignment and authenticity that you bring through is so so beautiful um so thank you so much no thank you guys for having me and I like 
I I love <laughs> that you guys are you know leaning into this whole modernity and um you know bringing spirituality into life as it is and not being like <laughs> life um i don't know life is all peaches when it's you know sometimes it's not and just being like yeah real, you know grungy people sometimes <laughs> but you know the spirituality is still there all of these things it still exist you can be a busy ass queen but all of this it's still there mm. and um i really i really resonate with that so thank you for having me um and all your kind words that's so sweet thank you. oh thank you it's been such a joy and yeah anyone listening please check out erin if you're in the wollongong area please hit up her yoga flows monday 6 a.m right beautiful and yeah we're coming up to christmas get those mystery boxes people have it all yourself link to your friends i love buying mystery boxes for myself from different brands i'm getting on to it it's gonna be my birthday present to myself um but yeah jump into it guys um please give her a follow even if you're not in the area because as um she's saying she does you know the readings and stuff through her stories um and she's just a queen and an absolute delight it's been such a pleasure so thank you so much Thanks for listening to my rambles, guys. I appreciate it. Look, if they listen to our rambles, they'll listen to yours. <laughs> Fucking hell. Appreciate it. We love. All, All right. good. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mystic Millennial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review, and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an app. Thank you. Bye.